all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig, Petey, and Sean. And it is a very exciting day for the All City Network because today the PHLY Network launched and we are joined by the Philadelphia Flyers beat writer, Charlie O'Connor. Welcome to the show and welcome to All City. Hey everybody! It's uh, it's awesome to be here. This has been a crazy day, but uh, but it's really cool to be on the show, and it's also really cool to be a part of the team. It's really cool to be working with you again, Charlie. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, Charlie was at the Athletic until very recently. <laughs> he joined us. Not so much me. We won't get into that today. Um, but Charlie does terrific work covering the Flyers. I have learned as much about analytics from you as I have learned from anyone in the business. So. Happy to have you here for that alone, but happy to have you here for your writing, for your reporting, and what you're going to bring to that market. Charlie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you envision this role and why you joined? Yeah, I think on my side, so I joined The Athletic in uh, in 2017, and we launched with what really was an awesome group of writers and contributors in the Philadelphia section. We covered all four of the major sports teams, and I got to know a lot of the writers, and honestly, we had a really great thing going. And I feel like in a lot of ways, this can sort of be the new version of that. Um, quite a few of the original athletic writers from back in 2017 are part of this. Uh, Bo yes. Wolf covering the Eagles, Derek Bodner covering the Sixers, uh, Rich Hoppin covering the Sixers as well. Um, but also we're bringing in new faces, you know, really the, the the talent from the city. And I think for me, you know, I, I'm a Philadelphia born and raised person. I grew up in Northeast Philadelphia. I grew up a fan of all the teams. And to me, local coverage is just so important. And And I feel like, what we're trying to build at PHLY, which I'm sure is what you guys have built at uh, at PHNX. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> just making sure I still You'll get there right. eventually. <laughs> um, it's just that idea of you know really making content, yeah. making articles, making podcasts, just making things for the diehard fans. You know, for the people who who eat, sleep, and breathe their sports teams in their local market. And and I'm just excited to do that in Philly again. I really am. One thing I, I want to prepare you for, this will be your life with these people. So get used to the day-to-day. -day. And by the way, it is a long summer. So when you run out of stuff to talk about. We can do some crossover yeah. episodes. <laughs> there are also yeah. therapists that specialize in dealing with these relationships, yeah. just so you know. So if you want to find one of those. But I'm going to ask I'm yeah. going to ask you a, a hockey question, Charlie. We, we feel, we talked about Philly and um, Arizona being in similar places last year. We saw Arizona make some adjustments to their roster. I think Arizona's taken a step forward. Can you give us just a, a brief sense of where you picture the Philadelphia Flyers coming into this season? Yeah, I don't think the Flyers are going to be in that great shape going into the season. <laughs> that said, you know, they've they finally acknowledged that they need to rebuild. And that's a big thing because the previous two years, they were trying to do this middle ground where we're trying to build for the future, but we're also trying to make the playoffs and it just was never going to work. And what you've seen this summer is the organization has finally kind of accepted that. Yeah, we need to start this over from scratch. They drafted Mafia Mitchkoff with the seventh overall pick, which I think was huge because obviously he's not going to be here for a few years, but they know that the reward down the road is worth waiting for. And, and I think that's kind of their organizational mentality. So I'm not expecting this to be a, a particularly competitive team this year. I guess you never know. You know, John Tortorella is known for getting the most out of his teams. Sean Gatteri and Cam Atkinson are coming back from injury, they hope. Um, so this team maybe could be better than you expect. But I, I just, I think organizationally, they're so focused on the future that I think even if maybe they overachieve a bit, you're going to see trades. You're going to see them prioritizing the development of young guys over winning a random game in November. And I think in the end, they're going to end up at the bottom of the standings, which is part of the plan. They need to rebuild. They need to stock up on young talent. And this season is going to be part of that. How does the fan base, is the fan base receptive to that sort of approach? I believe they are, at least right now. I think honestly, the last couple of seasons is what, put them in the position where they're willing to accept it because things got so bad that everyone just kind of got sick of the team as it was. And they're now very open to the idea that, Hey, if we wanted to, we want to turn this around, really, we can't just be slapping band-aids on the problem. 
We need to actually start over from scratch. We need to build this from the ground up. And that's the messaging that the organization, that you know, new president of, of hockey operations, Keith Jones, new GM, Danny Briere, that's the messaging they're using to the fans. Now, so far, I think the fans are receptive. I think the fans are, at least to start the season, are going to be a lot less angry than they were last season when they felt like they were being sold a bill of goods. They felt like they were being told that a team that they knew was bad was actually good and they were all wrong. Now, at least everyone's on the same page. The question I do have is, how long will that patience last? You know, if two, three years down the road, the team is still struggling and not making, you know, clear strides towards a pivot to contention, will fans get impatient? Yeah. We'll see. But in the short term, yeah, I think the fans are on board right now. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how much juice you and Craig Morgan have in your next private meeting with Gary Bettman, because we hear you guys do this all the time. Because what I would like you two to pitch in your next private meeting is an all-city tournament where we get because now we got philly chicago arizona and colorado and see how that plays out you guys can play colorado first we'll start with <laughs> chicago and, and just see i do are we ready craig for an all-city hockey tournament <laughs> i'm not sure this is the best time i mean no just, yeah. we should yeah, wait a few champions. years yeah, yeah. If, you need, if you need any ideas for how to keep the post-game shows after an 8-2 loss fun we have some ideas we can <laughs> <Yeah>. talk <laughs> offline got- uh, albert said flock therapy don't know what to call a group of flyers because we call our post games <laughs> pack Ooh. therapy yeah we had pack yeah. therapy so, for yeah. a whole we, we've done two, two years seasons. of this chdo is right in the midst of it we got you we got you we, for these. we might do two more let's be honest here yeah. hey do me a couple more things i want to ask you before we let you get on with your crazy day um first off describe philly fans more accurately flyers fans describe that fan base for our own listeners um let's use the word passionate and let's <laughs> i think that is a that is the best way to describe philadelphia fans in the kindest it's the way, safest way charlie it's the safest look, way <laughs> look as someone who grew up a philadelphia sports fan i know we're crazy i'm fully aware of that but that's part of our charm and you know say what you will about about the philadelphia sports fan they know what they're talking about and they care and you're seeing that honestly with this Phillies team, where you know, yeah, were Phillies fans frustrated that Trey Turner seemed like a bust in the first half of the year? Sure, but he had an awful series. He came back home. Fans gave him a standing ovation because they could tell he cared, and now he's hitting home runs every game. So, you know, Philly fans, I'm not going to say we have a soft spot because we're tough and we're proud of that, but mm-hmm. we notice when players really do care about the team and really do care about the city yeah. and and it's that passion that i think really bleeds over to, to all the teams to the fan base as a whole and hopefully to uh to phly yeah and we also know that philly fans are born with great throwing arms that they can use from the stands to throw a variety <laughs> now, of objects really, um, you're, you're throwing with the snowballs craig you're better than that batteries i mean who, who knows whatever whatever's available i guess Geek out with me for a minute because I heard you say this at the top and I, I I could relate completely. How many stories are you working on even though this is day one? How many stories do you have in the bank already or close to in the bank? Well, we've got I've, I've had three out so far today. <laughs> I have two wow. more coming um, doing a uh, an interview. So we did our top 20 prospects uh, list today. That was for launch day. Um, then I have an interview coming, a two-part interview with uh, Assistant General Manager Brent Flair of the Flyers on the prospects. Um, and then I may be dabbling in some Phillies content as well. So I got to get working okay. on that too. Very nice. All right, Charlie, we will let you go, but tell us how people can follow you. I've, I've already done this via tweeting. Um, tell, tell people how they can find you on social media, X and maybe Elon Musk alternatives. <laughs> Sure, sure. So, uh, so my Twitter handle is charlieo underscore con, um, and then our new phly handles we have phly underscore sports, uh, and then phly underscore flyers. So, uh, definitely follow them if you're interested in seeing what we have to offer. I know this is a, a Phoenix show, so you might not be wanting to read every single Philadelphia sports column, but check us out. I think you, uh, I think you might be surprised. Well, I think our diehards are diehards for the network as well not just phnx so charlie good luck we appreciate you hopping on on probably the craziest day of your year so far (laughs) if i had to guess i remember our launch day very clearly and we encourage our listeners to tune in on the phly sports youtube channel today at 12 30 arizona time to catch the first phly flyer show so we'll be tuning in charlie thanks again awesome thanks for having me everyone awesome thanks Thanks, charlie. charlie great
Well, I'm excited. It feels I am too. like. But you remember that first day for us? Oh my yeah. god! Like it was like it. Crazy. It was very nerve wracking. Yeah. I just I look at that cast of yeah. talent that they put together in Philadelphia. I mean, first of all, we we talked about it. They they raided the athletic. I mean, they basically gutted the athletic. Yeah. Is what they did, and that that cast of reporters is phenomenal. And there will be other things coming down the yeah. pike for Philadelphia yeah. as well There's that a lot can't, can't announce at this point. But that is going to be one hell of an outlet. Yeah. It's really good. I, I think it's good for. I mean, let's face it, Philly's one of those old school mm-hmm. sports cities. I mean, and, the city's been around since yeah. the United States. <laughs> so I, I think this is a, is a great addition to the All City family. Mm-hmm. And and to Craig's point, the, the talent that they've got there at PHLY is impressive. And as really? this thing grows, you know, I, I'll tell you this: All City ain't done. No. <laughs> They ain't Just stopping the a four. Just nope. the start. Um, you saw Brandon's tweet today. <laughs> Where should we go next? Yeah. yeah. I, um, I liked Susie's tweet. It's, yeah. it's all city, all caps, one word. Remember the name. Yeah. <laughs> We're, We're coming. We're coming. Yeah. It was great. A um, couple other things before we move on from PHLY. We do have a super chat um, from Albert saying, seeing the passion around the PHLY launch has reminded me how important outlets like PHNX and All City are. Congrats on the launch and good luck. Albert, thank you. And yeah, please subscribe and follow all the PHLY platforms. Yeah. You don't have to be a fan of any of those teams to just appreciate what's going on. And, you know, I'm sure just like we talked to our friends at DNVR and CHGO, we'll, we'll be in touch with the PHLY folks. And mm-hmm. that was Charlie. But Bill is also the other voice on the PHLY Flyers podcast. And you can follow him on Twitter at Philadelphia one that's awesome. great what a, handle. What a handle. Philadelphia one yeah. on Twitter. So check that out as well. So. Yeah. And, and while we're, we're pumping the network, try, try some of the other offerings here at PHNX. I know if you're watching the hockey tune in, drop in flex from Jersey is uh, on the basketball show is man. He is fun to listen to. He's got great takes and we got dialed in to the NBA. He's TPSP. He's got yeah. some sources. He's got great <laughs> yeah. sources. Yeah. I, you know, I tell you the football season is just getting started and you want to go yeah. through a, a long season with Bo and Johnny. Honestly, if you want to know about, you know, your, your drive time, f- flip it over to YouTube and, or your podcasts and lock it into PHX. Yeah. Yep. I want to push my riders okay. to re- read Jesse Friedman. Yeah. It's incredible takes. Fantastic. Up really and coming learning. Yeah, very talented, um, uh, is annoyingly talented young writer. <laughs> is he yes. mentee? Uh, no, is that what I mean, their word is? I don't even know. If you're anymore. a mentor, like, is he a mentee? Maybe for a month or two, he was. But <laughs> oh, Jesse boy. is way more talented and than Gerald. I was at that age. So. Yeah, oh, and more gosh. to come here too. Yeah. Definitely more to come. Uh, a couple other things before we move on to the rookies. I know you probably clicked on the show thinking we're, we're going to talk there. about the Arizona Coyotes rookies. I promise you, we are because the rookies report this week and rookie camp kicks off and we're about to be in the throes of hockey season here. But before we get to that, there's just one more national thing that I want us to briefly touch on because it's kind of taking the internet by storm this morning. Ooh boy. If you listen to Spit and Chicklets or see Spit and Chicklets on your timeline, you might have seen a story about Mike Babcock out of Columbus um, that Paul Bissonnette told on Spit and Chicklets that apparently, supposedly, according to Paul Bissonnette, players Mike Babcock is asking players to hand in their phone so he can look at their photos and put them on a video or a TV screen to look at the photos to get to know them better, I guess. Um, but, you know, the angle on Spit and Chicklets was this is kind of a violation of privacy. It felt like the players were being pressured and just the fact that it's being talked about, I guess, is kind of a red flag. So, again, there's so much we don't know, but yeah, it just felt like. We should at least mention it, and I'll open it up to you. Yeah, and important what you just said, but there's so much we still don't know. So let's wait, as always, for the reporting to be done. Follow people like my old colleague Aaron Portsline, who I'm certain is already diving deeply yeah. into this. Um, we know that the NHLPA is already investigating as well. There are two sides to every story. There are multiple sides to every story. In truth, it's never black and white. So let's find out exactly what's happening here before we render judgment. But... I have to go back to the idea, like, if Biz is showing these texts from players, is there concern on the players' part already that if they're if they're communicating in this manner, at least raises the question to me that there may already be an issue with Mike Babcock in Columbus, and that, if it's true, would be very troubling. They haven't even played a game yet. There were questions about whether they should make this move in the first place. And obviously, if there are any issues, you know who this is coming back on. It's coming back on the general manager, Yarmo Kekalainen, who's already made some checkered hires in the past. So this is a story to keep watching to see what comes of it. 
And, and to, to Craig's point, the, the most important thing here is let's wait mm-hmm. until there's been some actual reporting on this so we get the facts. I'm going to give a, a little inside the locker room perspective on this. One of the concerns I have is, again, what Craig alluded to is if the players are looking for things, to complain about or if they're looking for a way to have a negative spin on it already that's a really bad sign and i and i don't know if that brings the unity between the head coach and the players like you want to to start this and and i think perception is reality and if you're the players in that locker room go hey he's he's trying to play games with us already he's starting off on the wrong foot and it's a huge problem however I want to say that I am not in that locker room. Yep. I don't know anybody. I have not talked to one single soul in the Columbus Blue Jackets organization. Preface by saying that. But if I could see myself sitting in a coach's room going, hey, it's training camp. We got a bunch of new players, a new coaching staff. Let's get all the players to give us a few pictures. We'll put it on a slideshow. And we'll put it on all the TVs around the room. Everybody gets a feel that they know everybody. I'd be sitting at that table going, hey, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. And they can send us funny pictures. And I I don't know if that's what happened. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I understand at its core, oh, we maybe find out a little bit more about the people that are, are being in this organization. So, again, let's just wait. I, I don't think we're in a place to, 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 to fire him quite yet. And I don't think we need to go, oh, what a great team building event he has created in Columbus. It's somewhere in between. <laughs> Usually is. Yep. Yep. More, lots more to come. Listen, things are ramping up. That's what all of this is telling me. Like, I feel like Monday came around and it's like hockey season's back. Like things are happening. As we said, rookies are reporting. And Craig, I know you and I have been ready. PD, maybe not so much. What am I ready for? Hockey season? No, no. The, the summers can go forever. <laughs> okay, so. And we can just pretend to talk about what's happening. But you're going to have a little bit more balance in your life this year. I do because because one of the things when things get a little bit hectic, I turn to wink with just a wink of thc and cbd just to give me that level of chill not intoxicated not impaired just chill that's wink and you think i'm kidding i am not my new thing with wink because it comes in 2.5 and 5 milligram cans i've gone to the dispensary i've asked the questions it is right for me and my anxiety i still am in control but i just get that little bit of the edge off and now my new thing no calories, no carbohydrates. This has become my cocktail hour drink now at home. I actually pour it over ice and I clink the glass. So it's now my drink. And they have a sister product called Countdown. Got a little more heat to Countdown. <laughs> Countdown's coming in hard. And so when you when you need a little more of a boost, you got Countdown, a little shot of Countdown, just like when you're mixing yourself a Jack and Coke, pour yourself a little Countdown and seltzer. And I tell you what, I clink the ice in my glass. My wife's got her glass of wine and we're both enjoying socially and it just takes the edge off. And I get that social entertainment with a little bit of CBD and THC, just a wink of THC and CBD. It's available, as I said, in 2.5 or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunny Goods dispensaries. And I personally have done this. I've been there. It is like the Mac store of dispensaries down at Sunday Goods. So don't be afraid or intimidated by going um, to a dispensary. So it's available here in the Valley at Sunday Goods or Botanica Dispensary down in Tucson. There are now 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery in about a dozen other states. To find the fastest way to get your hands on one, go to DrinkWink. That's D-R-I-N-K-W-Y-N-K dot com. Great. Thank you, PD, for that. Great testimony about your personal experience with Wink. I will now give my personal testimony of winning money last night on BetMGM. Um, for well, you didn't bet a, on the bills. I didn't, but I bet on a anytime touchdown score for Stephon Diggs. That's, that's who it is, right? Do you know where, he, did, Diggs, where yeah. he used to play? Ouch. Um, Minnesota. He, yeah, anytime touchdown score. I got Ouch. boosted odds on BetMGM, and I won myself some coins. So you don't have to bet on the money line, the spread, anything. I actually prefer betting on player props because then I'm not stressing over the outcome of the game. I'm more watching the plays and it's really exciting. And it's like, I know Sean's a Bills fan. I'm I guess I'm Bills would be like my second choice team after Cardinals just because growing up in Toronto, actually a lot of people are Bills fans. Um, My cousin's a huge Bills fan. So 
you know, but I don't always have rooting interest. That's why I love betting on games. Um, and it's the best time of year to bet right now over at BetMGM. So if you haven't signed up yet, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX because this offer is unbelievable. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10 and you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. And before we move on, Sean. I'm going to throw it to you for your BetMGM parlay pick. Um, well, I'm uh, definitely not football. Sean is, um, Sean football is bruised. doesn't exist. It's still baseball season <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Um, and the good folks over at BetMGM, sometimes they have like pre-built same-game parlays if you don't really know where to start. Um, so I went and found one of those. They had a pre-game. They had a, a pre-made same-game parlay of the Diamondbacks to win and Corbin Carroll um to have two plus hits at plus 360 i added the over at 10 and a half runs to it to boost it up to plus 650 so it's uh diamondbacks win corbin carroll two plus hits and the total over 10 and a half runs for the game at plus 650 is my wow parlay. okay that's a good that's a juicy one so if you want to follow sean you can do so over at bet mgm all right well it's still baseball season. It's football season. My hockey season is almost here. Rookies reporting this week. The roster for rookie camp is out right now. We have it here on the screen. Um, some names, some familiar names, and maybe some unfamiliar names, which we'll talk about as well. But obviously, Logan Cooley, Josh Doan, Connor Geeky, Akuratu, Julian Lutz, Maverick Lamoureux, Jeremy Langlois, Maximilian Zuber, Anson Thornton, I think all names. Dylan that- Gunther. Yes, still in Gunther that Coyotes fans recognize. Mm-hmm. And then maybe some that they don't. <laughs> and that includes me as well, not just the man. There's some that are draft picks in there, but yes. there's a lot that are, hey, thanks for doing this for us. And yeah, <laughs> seriously. But right off the top, Craig, we need to just get ahead of this because I think there's some confusion that Logan Cooley and Dylan Gunther are on this roster because, you know, people maybe don't associate players on this roster with players that are going to make the main camp roster. So can you kind of clarify yeah. the situation with and Dylan Gunther's not even a, a rookie by NHL standards, but yeah, they, they are on the roster. They're going to be in Australia. Let's just put it that way. You, you want to put them on and maybe get them in a game in the rookie showcase just to have your biggest names there, just to make it a, an event that people want to go see. But Logan Cooley and Dylan Gunther will be joining the team in Australia. So let's clear that up right off the bat. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because this tournament, I go back and forth over its value. And I know we're going to get into that. But for a player like Logan Cooley, there's value. And I think for him to be able to put on a Kachina jersey, and I know he did it in the little summer development camp in a red and white scrimmage. But this is, he's putting on that sweater against an opposing team wearing that sweater. I think it's incredibly important that you go through the exercise of preparing for a game, getting coached by professional coaches. I know Andre doesn't coach this team, but you'll get, you know, Steve Potvin and his staff will be there. It's, it just starts to get you in that routine of, oh my goodness, this is how it works in professional hockey. And so I think it's incredibly important for those players like a Logan Cooley. Yeah. And when you look back at rookie camp rosters from the last several years and shout out PD for pulling all these, I'm going to focus on 2017 specifically, Aiden Hill, um, Dyson Mayo, Christian Fisher, Connor Garland, Clayton Keller. I mean, these are guys, Dylan Strome, Kyle Capabianco, yeah. Kyle Deneen, or, yeah, Cam Deneen. Cam Deneen. These are guys that went on to play in the NHL. So even though we look at this list right now and maybe we don't recognize half the Coyotes' names, the half that we do, I mean, the the thought is that they will hopefully, you know, one day go on to be impactful NHL players in the national. Wait, and I think that's where that's where this becomes difficult because you send twenty some kids to this tournament, and 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 the reality is somewhere between three and five are going to play for you. 
between three and five out of 20. So what I always used to look at it, and this is before I became part of the All City PHNX family, where I looked at things half empty, and I go, what a waste of time. There's <laughs> 50, 15 guys that we're wasting our time with. Now I'm half full, and I go, yeah, but it's the three to five that are going to make the team that this is important for. And it's those prospects that this is what it's, what you're doing this tournament for. It's not for the many. It is for the few, but you need the many to give the few the experience. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think, and I think that's fair. Yeah. Cause I look at when the rookie showcase is in Arizona, I'm going to go. Yeah. It's, it, I'm interested enough to go, but when it's in another state, I'm probably not going to go. Yeah. And beyond that, Craig, <laughs> and we went last time it was here Yeah, and, and you, you, you look for that guy, you know, in Vegas played, we're saying, Oh, where's that Krebs guy? And then LA plays and you're looking for that, that Quentin Byfield kid and you go, oh, he's, he's supposed to be the big player. And guess what happens to Quentin Byfield? He gets hurt yeah. in his very first game of the rookie tournament and misses several months of the regular season. That is the one thing you cannot have happen during this tournament. You cannot have guys get hurt. And one of the things that they used to have when this first started out, at least for Arizona, was a two-game set with L.A. One year, Coyotes would fly to L.A., play two games, L.A. would fly here, two games. And guess what it was? It was a big, tough fight show. And you'd bring each team would look right when they sent the rosters, how many guys can fight? Well, we better get guys that can fight. And it's just dumb. When you go to see this, there will be fighting. There'll, there'll be a few guys because it's just emotional and it's hockey. But it's to, it's, to, it's to highlight the skill and speed of the game. And I think it gives the really, really talented high draft picks an opportunity to showcase their skills. Because as a team, the team game is going to suck. Like it is bad hockey. Yeah. Sorry for everybody don't that's know going. systems. Don't know each yeah. other. Just, They've never, yeah. You know, the Coyotes are practiced literally. One time, one time. You don't you don't know your line mates, your tendencies, your systems. It's just good luck. Open the door and good luck. Yeah. So I, I think this becomes a lot more about individual talent. So don't look for great hockey. And they are going to stream these games. Uh, the Coyotes are going to stream these games and look for Bob Heedhouse on the call. But don't look for. And don't please don't care who wins. Yeah. Like, don't don't and, like, and don't form grand judgments either. Say yes. oh. Well, he's, he's got to be on the team now. No, yes. no. Or First of all, you're playing against your yeah. pair. Yeah, or he stinks. Yeah, yeah. No, because trust me, the team is not using this as evaluation. It's just, you know, get a taste. Get a, get a look at these guys. I have, a, I have a couple of questions. Number one is, what is the difference between development camp and rookie camp? I mean, development <sighs> camp to me is orientation. Like, hey, this is your, a lot of these guys, it's their first time in these surroundings. So here's how we do things. Going to introduce you to people, going to introduce you to a lot of methods and places in the city and all that. Yeah, and I think with development camp, here's what's interesting. You bring in draft picks, the guys that just got drafted, and you put them in a room together. And then guess what the rest of the week is? I know we highlight on the hockey part because that's what we're talking about. But what their focus is, is their focus is in developing that player. And what does that mean? They're going to give them a, a program to work out in the gym. They're going to evaluate each of those players individually for what they need to progress in July so that they're ready for right now in September and August. So that's one. And then two, they have PowerPoint presentations by security, PR, um, nutrition. And it's not just the PR department. And I've seen it. The, they, they, they teach players how to do an interview. And, and there are some of the best players in the National Hockey League that don't follow the rules. <laughs> one, stand up. Stand up. You know who doesn't stand up? Sidney Crosby. Watch Sidney Crosby's interviews. And they use him as a negative. And he's a great huh. player. But he sits in his stall, and all you see is the top of the bill of his hat. Stand up. <laughs> it's probably a super Put your And be respectful. Put your hat on forward. Use a team logoed hat. Don't wear other logos. Make sure you have a t-shirt on. Make sure you speak in cliches. Yes. Don't, don't give reporters anything. <laughs> Back against the wall, 110%. <laughs> but, but it's those type of things that development camp is geared toward. It's, it's developing the player to get a path to prepare you for training camp. When you you get to training camp it's about one thing it's about hockey it's about hockey who's the better hockey player and i think rookie tournament jump starts you to compete and they want to see what kids can go now from rookie camp to main camp because there are going to be kids and we talked about this is unusual because yeah. they're going to, to, to australia but cooley they, for sure gunther for sure and we'll wait to see if, if yeah, anybody else that's it jumps on the plane but <laughs> but if they were here in but town in most years yeah that's, if they were here in town they the they They've taken up to 20 guys off of this yeah. roster. And let's be honest, too, the, the rookie showcase is it's just marketing for the league, too, right? Or For sure. Or for these teams. Um, I wanted to talk about some of these players to watch. If you have a thought, we can we can jump around to a few of these. But, like, when I when I look at these players, that the, 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 the names that people care about probably, just maybe give a thought on this. I'm going to start with Josh Stone, who probably surprised some people with how well he adapted to the AHL. 
I wonder how much progress he made over the summer continuing to work on the body. I wonder if Josh Doan might get some NHL games this season. See, and I think here's here's what's interesting to when you talk about the mindset of players coming into a rookie camp, and it may vary, and, and there are some other names coming up later on the list that may have a different mindset coming in. Josh Doan's mindset is, I played a few pro games last year. Mm-hmm. I'm coming into this camp as a leader, and, and I think I, I'm going to act like I've been here before. I, I do, but I think it's a good test for him to show what he can do among this cast of players. I think he's stronger than he was a year ago. I think he learned by his brief stint in the American League what he needed to work on. So I think he's going to come into this, and I would expect him. I, I think he's going to be a really good player in this tournament mm. for Josh Dunn. Um Well, I wasn't going to comment on Josh Stone, but I was going to move yeah, on to move the on. next guy, which is Connor Geeky, and yeah. I find him very fascinating because of what he talked to both of you guys about in Walk and Talk and and for your story at development camp that like he his mindset is like I'm making the team this year like that's the mindset he's going in obviously you know a mindset can't get make (laughs) make the team but you know I think that's a good start like yeah to have that you gotta have the attitude right yeah that's that's the mindset that they want to hear Connor Geeky has a lot of development ahead of him and I think when they're being honest they'll tell you that but yeah He's, that's what you want to hear from a guy, just that singular focus. I'm going to make this team. And that's what he, I'm excited to see how he plays because he was so adamant about it. And we talk about his approach to the game. And I think this is going to be a good chance to see what he truly can do physically um, because he's a, he's a bigger guy that should be able to show that he can physically handle the pro game. Um, and I know a name that's not on this list that we're talking about right now on, on a mindset that might be a little different is Dylan Gunther. And Dylan Gunther's a guy that's been there, done that. Played a lot of games in the National Hockey League. Been there, done that. Was angry when he got sent back. Angry when he got sent well. back. And now he's going back to rookie camp going, wait a minute, buddy. And I'm not saying he said this at, at all. I'm saying there's a guy who's going to have to get in the mindset of, there's guys that are, that are hungry. I got to prove myself. And there's a guy like Dylan Gunther who's in his mind. He's already proved himself. I've already done this. So I'm curious to see how he hmm. approaches That's interesting. this development camp. And, and sees, one, does he grab it by the horns and go, I'm a leader. I want to show that I really belong and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to score. I'm going to be the most dominant player on the ice. Or is it like, I, I've been here, yeah, done that. Yeah. And, I, and I don't know. I, knowing the kid, I would hope it's, it's the former that he comes out and really plays hard. But that we've seen that with players that they've had guys on this roster that have gone to their third and fourth rookie camps. And it's like, mm, mm-hmm. their, their desire for that starts to wane. After yeah. after that time, and it's fair. I mean, but you gotta you gotta battle yeah. through that. I'm curious what like Akuratu said if correctly this time. That's really good, by the way. Major can't kill me anymore. On this that's really one, good. Not this time. I don't know what to expect from this player. I I, I want to see him. They just signed him to an entry level deal. He intrigues me. He's made some really good progress over in Europe. Let's see what he can do on the stage. By that same token, Julian Lutz. A guy who suffered some injuries and really didn't progress the way they had hoped. Has he taken a step this summer? These are the kinds of guys that I really get excited to see because I I feel like I have a very small book on them to this point. So I get I get more tuned into these guys to see if I if I think at this point they even have a chance. And I think it was unfair and and it's unfortunate for these guys is is the trip to Australia. I know it's good team bonding for the guys that are on the team. And I know the problem is if, and you, is it 23 or 25 or 28, whatever that number is. Yeah, I think it's 25, but I'm not certain. Whatever the number is, if you're the 26th guy on the roster and you're not going, like what does that do for your development? Because guess what? Andre Turney is not going to see you every day. Nope. Bill Armstrong is not going to see you every day. He's not going to see your work ethic in practice. He's not going to play, see you play in that first. Um, I mean, they'll get video. Yeah. The, the, this the, Bill and his staff are outstanding at getting video, but you're not there. You're not seeing the guy coming off uh, of the weight room and seeing what his attitude is. You're missing all of those things. And it's, it's unfortunate for just this one camp that those guys aren't going to get the real look. They'll have to do it when the team gets back because there's still camp left yeah. and there's still games left. But it's some of those games and those names, Akurati, you lots. Let's dive into that a little more. I want to ask you about this because I know like I've talked to coaches in the past where they've seen a kid for the first time and sometimes they fall in love with them. It happened with talk. It happened with tip. And I don't know how much that weighs into it. When I also look at the the Coyotes organization, the way it is structured now, the development staff is so much more complete than it used to be. Mm, so yeah. you have Lee Stempniak and those other guys conveying, hey, this is what we're seeing. And there's a lot of trust in those guys. So how do you weigh all that? How important is it now with this structure for Andre Turney to actually see these kids 
versus I, I think it we talk about scouting through video versus eyes on a player and I think it's incredibly important to have your eyes on a player and you you saw it and you're familiar with this through these kind of training camps there is up in the high bleachers of Gila River Arena, there would be this little cluster of management and scouts every single practice the entire day, and they watch these kids do everything. And they watch when they go to the meal room. They watch when they go to the weight room. Are they going to the medical guys? Are they how are they treating the guys in the in the um, equipment room? Do they pick up after themselves? And I know that sounds so petty, but those type of things you can get turned on or turned off from a player right away. I think this staff, funny. luckily, when you go back five, six, seven years, the staffs weren't as large as they are now. And that that includes coaching, it includes development, and it includes management. Yeah. There are just more people. And Bill trusts his staff. He does. That's and, the thing. And, and with good reason. Like yeah, he, he lets him do their job. Lee. We had Lee on the show. He's, he's just so impressive in that so role. So if anybody can pull it off, it's Bill, because he, he trusts the people underneath him. But they're still watching. They're, they're still st- watching every detail. Like, yes. Yeah, and that's it's funny you bring that. I remember a, a little story. Sorry to get sidetracked here but remember lucas lesio mm-hmm. when he's coming up oh yeah he's he, he had uh he, he almost it was almost like he had a switch he couldn't turn off and i remember watching him walk by and then he walked by again as he walked by the third time i'm talking to dave tippin he, he looks at me he goes there he goes again i think that's lap seven the guy just can't turn it off yeah i'm like okay and, and so at that time i was like well maybe that's a good thing i mean obviously lucas lesio didn't make it but they're watching every one of everything. those little details yeah everything and, and that's one of the things when I players ask me about what do I need to do, I said their, their expectations of you on the ice for your very first practice aren't, hey, look how many goals he scored. Yeah. It's did he do the drill correctly and did he work at it? And if he doesn't know it, does he does he have the guts to ask a question of an assistant coach? Or you'd rather have a guy ask than screw up a drill. And when you start screwing up drills and they call you a drill buster – it's bad. So by the end of practice, that th- that could ruin your camp. Mm. A coach comes in that stupid as it couldn't do one drill right, <laughs> right? And it, it's yeah. it is it it truly is about how you handle yourself like, because you you don't stand on his equipment staff. Yeah. If you get on their wrong side, and you're not you're not you swear you're not winning any favors. If Stan can come in, hey, what do you think of this kid today? Coaches will ask him. Well, you know he was really good. Hey, I liked me. He was respectful. He he. Mm. Picking up after yourself is a big deal. If you just lay your equipment on the floor and make an equipment manager pick it up versus hanging it up yourself, little things really, really matter. And at this level, it's surprising. And parents should hear that, that it's real. And and those things on how you treat people do make a difference. Mm. Anybody else on this list jump out to you guys that you're curious about? I, Maverick Lamaru. I, I want to see a big guy and and how has he developed from his draft year and and at his size? We saw him a little taste at development camp, but but that's not a fair assessment. I'm really curious to see a player of his size and and has he started to grow into his body and his yeah. mobility? Leah Zuber for yeah. me. Um, I think he has a very str- I mean strong chance to be in Tucson and. Maybe even on the Coyotes this year, there's so many question marks with injuries. We'll see again how he performs in Tucson. I think there's a lot of um, guys that might be considered, quote unquote, the next guy up. But there, we every year we see injuries and we see guys up from Tucson. But either way, just to see him in that setting in the AHL in, on a North American rink. Yeah, he's been a guy that has been notated as someone to be really excited about in this organization from the management of this organization. Yeah, every level. Just his yeah. progress has been ahead of schedule, which is, <laughs> you love to see that. And especially he, a big defenseman big. playing in Europe, and yeah. you think he's ahead of schedule. That Like all those pieces, that's really difficult to put together. He's got hockey sense. Really curious to watch him. I'm glad you brought him up. I, and I think he's going to play games. Maybe number one on my list of guys that I'm fascinated to watch. I think he'll play games. That's yeah, the best yeah, name yeah. And, ever, too. And Seriously, I think you'll right? see a lot of these guys, super, a handful of them play games. But <laughs> but uh, there are there is the opportunity yeah. to impress here. And you go back, I just pulled up the 2021 list, and there was a goaltender there on the 2021 list. Uh, Michael Simpson, David Tendek, Anson Thornton, and Karel Vamelka. <laughs> and at that time, we're like, eh, eh, he might play in Tucson. Yeah, that's what I said. My plane too, son. And guess what? Um, I was wrong again. That's two complete seasons now he's played in the National Hockey Crazy. League. All from here. Yeah. So you can work your way into it. You can. It's it's not impossible. Unfortunately, just this year in Australia, it's going to be 
extra hard. You still can because when this team, there are going to be a lot of hockey players here practicing every day, training every day, playing games every day when the team is in Australia. And it is going to be important. You have to be excellent so that when the team comes back, you still get another game. Because there are. There's still games when they get back from Australia. Were there two games, Craig, or are there three when they get back? They play in Palm Springs yeah. and Tucson. Yeah. yeah, and that's it, right? That's it. I so there's two. So. Just a two games. But okay. you've got to be one of the... If you're left behind, you have to try to get into one of those two games. Yeah. And, I, and I'm saying that first one's probably pretty likely. The second one, you're looking at your team, probably. Yeah. yeah. That's how coaches usually look mm-hmm. at it. And sorry, Brady, you will not be seeing the A-team in Wichita. Uh, just throwing that <laughs> out <there>. <laughs> <laughs> They called Craig. They uh, called Craig to, to I start. Think you're getting, let's, I, I think the uh, term that's going around uh, the the Coyotes is future stars. <laughs> future stars. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Chris brings it up. Will Lipkin be at rookie camp? There is a list of guys who are not on this list for yeah. various reasons. Um, and some of the most notable ones are obviously Dmitry Simisev and Daniil Boot, Ilya Fedotov, Artem Duda. Michael Robble, Jonathan Castagna, Noel Nord, Sam Lipkin, Tanner Lutke, and Vadim Moroz. A lot of those guys are over in Russia yeah, right or, now. Or trying to figure out their situation at the University of Duda. Maine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, wow. if you're a college kid, you can't play in this because you're in school. Yeah. Yeah. You're practicing. So you can't, so. Half that list is Russians, half is college kids yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Um, and I think that just about sums it up for yeah. those guys. And then there's some other names. Uh, yeah, why don't you, you take yeah, this You can one, go guy. ahead and take this one. Pit. I, I, I don't know them. Elliot, I they, they, well, he's a, a draft pick at least. But yeah, well, Terrell you know, Goldsmith was a draft yep. pick this year. Uh, Montana uh, Onyebuchi, they just signed him this yep, year. Right, but then there's some um, other names like. Uh, yeah, I've never, that, I've never heard of some of these guys. Uh, yeah. Let's just be honest, and this is not to disparage these players no. in any way. And you hope that this prove us like prove, prove us wrong. wrong. Yeah, well, and, make and, us look and like they hope that they can right prove now. it wrong to someone. Like, yeah. someone. hey, I belong. Maybe, maybe they catch somebody else's yeah. eye, or maybe they do something, and this organization calls another yes. organization and say, hey, we don't have a spot, but but I want to look at this guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this rookie tournament does because there are uh, there's they're going to a rink where there's three sheets of ice and you go game to game to game to game. You see management and scouts going from game to game to game to game. And you're right, Craig. These are a lot of guys on PTOs that go, okay, hey, this guy was really good for us. Um, maybe we can find him home, whether it's an American League team, an East Coast League team. Let's see if we can get this guy somewhere else. And, and I think that's really collaborative for what they're trying to do here. So we may jest about some of these kids that that they're just getting PTOs, but you got to show what you can do. You got to yeah. go out and play. Dan Winnick, we talked about Dan Winnick all the time. That's late round pick and... Yeah, seventh round draft pick yeah. was pegged on the 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 no chance team on first day of training camp, and he plays nearly a thousand games in the National Hockey League. Unbelievable! Story. So just prove people wrong. Yeah. Dale, future Coyotes legend Ben Boyd. You never know. Why yeah. not Dale? But Why Montana Anyabuchi is one hell of a hockey name. So yeah, rooting so for, for Montana him. for on that alone, right? So is Ryder Thompson. Yeah, it's like that's a, a good name here, too. Actually. Yeah, Micah Miller. Yeah, there's some really good names on this list. So I, I hope just like you, the veggie thing. Yeah, like. I want somebody to cut the tape and say, I'm proving you wrong. Yeah, mm. We want to be wrong. I, I love to see I do too. success stories like that as well. So lo- lots to look out for. If you want to take the road trip to Vegas, you can. Yeah. Uh, it's not yeah. only four hours from here. So. Yeah, it's it's an easy drive. Yeah. I mean, and the you, rink you, setup you, is you great. You don't want to go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit more convenient. I mean, the rink setup is great because you get to see all the, the, the top players of all those teams. It's great. Right across from Red Rocks. So go stay there. You can walk to all the games. It was really cool. Yeah, so check it out. Um, and as we mentioned, they will be streaming. So I know we're all just hungry for hockey. Yep. They will be streaming. We'll, we will make sure we get you all of that streaming info, but I'm pretty sure if you just go to ArizonaCoyotes.com. And somebody did send the info in our Discord oh, yeah, I saw as that. well. So yeah, you can, the company that's actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on rookies this week and mm-hmm. then obviously Cooley and Gunther in Australia where Craig and I will be in a few You just keep days. saying that like over and over again. Just is it? Are you intentionally rubbing it in? I'm just stating a fact. Okay. Yeah. It's a study abroad program. I know. If you do that. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Going to dinner with Craig and Leah is just like, oh, yes, when I was in Venice. Yeah, just, I, got no I just picked up my mom from the airport from her 10-day trip to Switzerland, Italy, <sighs> France, and England. So. Yeah, now we can have those conversations without feeling guilty. About exactly. It. We, we can talk about the, you know, finer points of coffee without feeling guilty about it. Exactly. 
Exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, well, th- these games will not be streaming on Fubo TV, but Fubo TV has you covered for just about everything else. College football, NFL, mm-hmm. the U.S. Open was just on there. Um, you yes. got the Euro qualifiers, the Ryder Cup, and especially like this last year of the Pac-12 when you're thinking, I don't have Pac-12 network. Fubo. Go on Fubo. They like, have Pac-12? They have everything. Um, they have all of the NFL games. Like It's just your one-stop shop for anything streaming and they have nfl red zone yeah which is what really got me going that's big um so you can watch all your favorite college football and nfl with fubo go to www.fubotv.com slash phnx to sign up for 15 percent off your first month of fubo pro you also get a thousand hours of cloud dvr no extra charge you can start watching immediately there's no contract it's great it's just a really great place to get all your tv in one place and not have to worry about it so we're big fans of fubo here at phnx we're also big fans of ogs for a variety of different needs reasons you got indica you got sativa you got the microdose you got the sleep edition you have the happy balance like there is a an ogs gummy for any occasion and any flavor as well they now have the multi-flavor bags which are great if you like to try all the different flavors the blackberries and cream are one of my favorite flavors. I know the pink lemonade's been really popular. Um, Sean's always you're, you're an orange cream school guy, right? That's your yeah. Well, I mean, the strawberries and cream I think took took over. Took over, yeah. yeah. Just the cr- the creams are good, but the fruits yeah. are good too. So you can check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at, at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. You must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly. Is it time? It's time. Are we doing this? We're doing this. (laughs) Hey, Sean, do you have the uh, 72 point war font that you can put up on the screen so I can read it? What day is it? It is Tuesday, which means at the PHNX Coyotes show, it is time for Trivia Tuesday. Let's go. This music gets me hyped every week. (laughs) And today's host is Petey. And Leah and Craig step up to your podiums. Here we are with the very first question. Today's theme. Do, do you want to guess what the theme is? No. Well, based on uh, I, the first uh, question? No, we don't even show the first question. I wrote the questions. What would PD's first... Goalies? That was second. Oh. Okay. Anxiety? There. No. Okay. Let's go to our first question. The Coyotes have oh, two players hearts. on their current oh, roster Lord. that were born in the great state of Minnesota. Name them. Only two? There's only two Travis players. Boyd. Boyd. Said and Travis Boyd. Ding, ding, ding. Travis Boyd and Nick Bukestad. Nice. Which brings us to question number two. Coyotes rookie Logan Cooley attended the University of Minnesota. Name another Coyote player that has played for the Gophers. And this is all time. Name any player in Coyotes history that has played. There's more than one answer, right? Oh, my goodness. There's tons. Didn't Travis Boyd? There's 10. Alex Goligoski. Travis Boyd. Alex Goligoski is a great Um, answer. You got any more? I mean, let's, uh, if I could start. I could Hoisted start. a Stanley Cup for uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins? That's right. Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel right. was a right. golden gopher. That's right. He did. I thought he went yeah. to, why do I think he went to Wisconsin? Um, Wayne Gretzky's um, son-in-law? He's from Wisconsin. Wayne Gretzky's son-in-law? Son-in-law? Oh, yeah. In-law. Jeff Tafe? Okay. Jeff Tafe. Wow, that's cool. Married his wife's I don't know who that is. sister's... <laughs> Here's the full Thought. list. There's the full list. Castle Bukestead, Boyd, Hudson, Jeff Tate, Hudson, Fashion, Fashion, Aaron, Aaron Ness, I should have got <laughs> Keith Ballard, Wyatt Smith, Alex Goligoski, Hudson, Fashing, and Aaron Ness. But we got Ness. a couple, so. Yeah, we're yeah good. very good. You're two All for right. two. Okay. All right. Okay. Now this, we're going, uh, now we're, <laughs> we're switching from Minnesota to America. <laughs> we're going to Americans now. Okay. Since the 2016 season. 17 season, who has led the National Hockey League in goals? As an American? It's it's an American since 2016-17. Who has led the entire NHL in goals? Is and Austin, it is Austin not Matthews? Austin Matthews. It is Austin Matthews with 299. Where is he from? Arizona. Not Minnesota, but my second home. State of hockey, Arizona. Yep. Arizona. All right. Okay, you ready? Okay, we're kind of crushing. You are. Don't the get all-time cocky. leader. Don't get all-time leader in NHL points by an American-born defenseman is from Minnesota. Can you name him? Is it him? Goligoski? No. Yeah. All-time points born in Minnesota, and there is maybe a little Arizona connection here. 
Phil Housley. Phil Housley, uh-huh. former assistant coach of your Arizona Coyotes. He leads all American-born defensemen in points, and he is from Minnesota. <laughs> okay, next question. There are five Minnesotans in the top 25 of the NHL points by an American player. So these are all American players all time. All time. Jeez. Name any one of them. This Mike is Madano. in the top 25. Minnesota born. Oh, Minnesota born. Okay. He was not. He's from okay, Michigan. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So that's no. We already said Phil Housley, so I'll give you Phil Housley. Yeah, Phil Housley's there. The all-time ones are hard because I... They're older. There's some older ones. There is a younger one that is still in the league oh. that has recently changed teams that has a Coyote-adjacent story. Hmm. He's an American. Lots of points. Chad, almost was out. a Coyote. He was almost a Coyote. Might have been a Coyote draft pick. But didn't play here. Blake Wheeler? Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler comes in at 15th for the all-time. Any guess, Craig? These are all more your names. Uh, uh, one was on... Two of them played for the Miracle on Ice Neil team. Neil Broughton, one of these guys? Neil Broughton. Oh, Brady got it first. Neil Broughton, Broughton is oh, okay. 14th overall. Is Pav- Pavlich? Matt Pavlich is not. Ah. But he's from Minnesota. Thanks, Brian. For the, the other Minnesotan one. Is still playing too. He is also, I forgot about him. His dad played JP Parisi, played for the Minnesota. So Zach Parisi. And the last one from War Road, Minnesota, the original hockey town USA, Dave Christian comes in at 24. So five Minnesotans are in the top 25. And that's another miracle on ice guy, Dave Christian. Yep, Dave Christian, another miracle on ice guy. The last one. This is the bonus question. Chris Chelios holds the record for NHL games played by an American-born player. A Minnesotan comes in second. Name him. And this, games by the way, played. I'm a Minnesotan. I wouldn't have got this. That's how hard it is. And it's not that long ago. Not that long ago. Mm. Okay. Played for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Man. Hmm. It's, it's hard. Uh, second all-time games, games played. I'm going to get, I'm sorry, I'm going to pull up some of his other teams. Anybody, any, CWP, no cheating. Chat, help. Does, last, mm, does it, the last name start with a C? It does start with a C. Does that mean you know it? It's the second letter U. It is. Matt Cullen? Matt Cullen oh. from Virginia, Minnesota has played with Anaheim, Craig. Florida, New York Rangers, Carolina, Ottawa, Minnesota, Nashville, Pittsburgh, and he has played a total of 1,516 games. Minnesotan, Matt Cullen. I feel pretty good about this round. Great job on Trivia Tuesday. Today. Wow. Craig, you're that feel, was Trivia I Tuesday. Feel bit, Chris got it, by the way. I think right before Craig said it. Nice job, um, Chris. That, yeah. And awesome. Brady got uh, Zach Parisi, too. Yeah. So wow. there you go. A little Minnesota adjacent. I loved it. All right. Great. Okay. Gives me an idea. Ooh, okay. you, you got us. You got well, an idea? Not next week because we'll be. <laughs> no, no, that's yeah. right. We can't do it's Trivia Tuesday because it'll be Wednesday be while it's yeah. Tuesday here. Well, thanks for playing Tell along. Tell me about that. I did an interview with a guy who yesterday, it was Tuesday for him and Monday for me. And it was really? Just, yeah. I can't can't do this. It's yeah. going to be weird. Well, I'm, I'm really excited about, I know we're going to talk a lot more Australia over the next um, three days. Um, I'm really excited for you guys to get that opportunity. And I can't wait for the content. Sincerely, I can't wait. Yep. So, and I'm also going to take three days off. So. We, uh, Craig and I were advised that we can't bring any snacks to Australia because they're very strict. Can't about, bring any food into the country. Yeah. Which I'm upset because I was going go to, I was going to go to, yeah. Yeah. Can't, was, can't risk it because it's, I mean, it's an isolated nation right and it's been isolated for a very long time since it split from pangea i, I wouldn't go and so they have the, their sensitivities you can't import things you got to be very careful about what you bring into the country because it could impact even in your checked baggage impact. yeah so anyway i was my whole plans were ruined because i was going to stop by circle k and ah. fill up on snacks before the flight i mean there's nothing like a good airplane snack and Circle K, great place to stop on your way to a flight unless you're going to Australia, which I now learned. But that's okay because I can go to Circle K anytime and fill up on a Polar Pop. I can fill up on gas. And now with the new free membership program, Inner Circle, I can save 25 cents per gallon on the first five fill-ups after joining the Inner Circle freaking steal so make sure you do this if you haven't already it's completely free to join the inner circle all you have to do is download the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations you can visit circle 
com for details. Joel mentions Tim Tams. I love a Tim Tam. It might be uh, munching on like eucalyptus chips or something, which apparently have no oh my God. value, you know, because like eucalyptus. Please take a picture of a koala bear. I don't want to get Sean started on this, but Tim you know, Tams? eucalyptus, no nutritional value at all, <laughs> which may explain why they're so sluggish all the time. Tim Tams are amazing. I'm going to make you try them. They're so good. They actually sell them at world markets here, like in Arizona, but nothing's ever as good as where it's from. But Craig, we're, we're, we're eating Tim Tams. Get ready. Um, and get ready for all of Craig's articles. We just talked to Charlie O'Connor who has like 80 stories planned for Philly. (laughs) Craig has like 85 planned for just Australia. Um, just so much yeah you were interviewing someone at 11 p.m for for that yeah got a lot of australia content that's that's why i haven't been writing as much recently because i've been trying to get ahead of this yeah and i am i'm ahead of it now so i'm which ready which is great which is great um and if you missed it yesterday the first new format of the newsletter went yeah. out which was a really really fun story i don't know if you've read it yet pd um, but it has to do with the arizona coyotes and fantasy football and I really oh, loved neat. this because I feel like it gives you a peek inside to the personalities of the players. And it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know, a, a unique thing. And I know this is kind of going to be your plan going forward for the newsletter. Yeah, the newsletter. And shout out to Aspo for doing a lot of research on what's working with newsletters. I really like this format. It's going to be a, like a, a tire piece. It's not going to be a, a long form piece that I'm putting out in the newsletter. Maybe, you know, somewhere between 500, 800 words. Uh, you know, I, I tend to get a little wordy, so it might stray over that from time to time. But it's going to be this more lighthearted approach. This one was a lot of fun just to get a sense of the fantasy football league that exists within that dressing room and all the different personalities, all the different approaches to drafting, all the different stories really? that come out, all the different battles when you have a teammate and you maybe don't see eye to eye on your fantasy football league uh, or your team approach like Nick Bugstead and Connor Ingram are dealing with right now. Um, but in addition to those pieces, we're going to give you links to other stories on PHNX that that we think are worthy reads. We're going to be lots of different pieces, which I, which is what I think a newsletter really should be. It should give, give you a taste of a bunch of different things that we're doing here. So that's that's going to cool. be the, the approach going forward. It's not necessarily just going to be links to stories every day either. It might be links to shows. So look for that. You know, mine will come out every Monday, but I know every beat has a different day scheduled for when yeah. they arrive in your inbox. It's awesome. Just, just another great thing we're doing here at PHNX and there's so much more to come. Um, yeah. Tuesdays, the Suns, Wednesdays, D-backs, Thursdays, Wildcats, Friday, ASU, Saturday, Cardinals. So that's like six days a week of newsletter content. Mm-hmm. And then Sundays you can take off and enjoy the NFL, yeah. just sports all, all the time, every day. Um, so again, become a diehard. You can join our discord. We have monthly diehard only hangouts. We're going to do a ton of meetups this year. All of our events are 20% off to diehards. All of our merch is 20% off to diehards. Um, make sure you gear up before the season starts here. And when you sign up to become a diehard you get a free shirt or hat for free at sign up and every year thereafter and by the way i'm just going to put this out there if you have any issues just email help at gophnx.com yes. a lot of people have been tagging me on discord i can't answer you i can only tell you to email help at gophnx.com i just want to make that statement and, and right to be now. clear to we resolve those issues monday through friday <laughs> just so you know that as well so if you do it on a weekend you might have to wait until monday yes sorry about that but that's that's our reality yes um and lots of events upcoming um all of our cardinals away games will be at bet mgm they had the first one this sunday they had a wow beer tower going it was that. a ton of fun Jealous. um really great Me too. really great place to watch games and there's also a ton of giveaways they gave away cardinals tickets on sunday they're gonna keep doing that so just for showing up you have the chance to win arizona cardinals tickets so you can reserve your tickets for free to our phnx cardinals away game watch parties join us every away game at bet mgm at state farm stadium for ticket raffles prize giveaways and more the link is in our show notes anything else i'm gonna do it yeah. What a day. Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Do, do we, do, are we teasing tomorrow? Or have we already told oh, you? Yeah, we, no, we can tease tomorrow. Yeah. I think, go ahead. No, you it's go all ahead. you. We're going to have Coyote's ambassador to Australia. <laughs> and we'll explain this tomorrow. Darcy Hortichuk will be joining us yeah. live in studio. So really excited for that. I'm going to, he's going to be my, the subject of my next newsletter as well next Monday, but he'll be in studio. And, and I know you know him, PD. So. Yeah, it's a, he's an interesting guy. He is. Got a lot of energy. He got a lot of juice. Energy is incredibly articulate. He tells great stories. That's great. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to hear all about his trip to Australia and how he became a celebrity. (laughs) 
in, in, in like five days in it's Australia. Crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's awesome. Um, lots of great stuff coming up. And uh, the three of us are headed to Coyotes Media Day this afternoon. <laughs> so stay tuned to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel and our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes for all of that content as well. And just make sure you're following along now because there's a lot coming. Make sure if you haven't watched PD's one-on-one, literally, and like on the ice, one-on-one, and a one-on-one on the ice interview with Clayton Keller. That's up now on the Peach and Exports YouTube channel. Great interview. Really get to know <laughs> Keller's personality in that one. And maybe see PD put on the Let's be honest, get to know PD's personality yeah. further as yeah. well. I, mean, I don't that know if we need any more PD. PD's on the IR right now, just saying. <laughs> he's, he's on the men. Yeah, now. you're on the men. I am bad, much, much. Um, it takes guys like us a little longer to recover, it, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, and just be sure to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube because not only do we go live five days a week, we have a ton of extra content on there as well. So hit, hit the notification bell so you're always informed when we go live and we will be live 11 a.m. the next few days here. Stay tuned for the Australia week schedule. Again, that's why you hit the notification bell yeah. so you don't miss it because yep. that schedule might be a little wonky. Today is tomorrow. Yeah, and it's gonna, yeah. I don't know when the hell we we're going to have the itinerary yet from the league. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You don't? How do you nope. think that's making me and Craig yeah, two very organized yeah, people? Yeah. Yeah. Two people that generally yeah. roll with the punches. So yeah. <laughs> not. Yeah, I, no, I, I would be. Oh, yeah. boy. I would be, sleep. Be sure to follow us all on Twitter for also more Coyotes coverage at S. Peter's Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePause. And you can follow the show again at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Hit the like button on this video. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, Charlie O'Connor. And everybody, you have 30 minutes until the PHLY Flyer Show kicks off here at 1230 Arizona yeah, time. Yeah, go say hi. PHLY Sports on YouTube. Go check it out. Say hi in the chat. All city. It's one community. Yep. So and, uh, happy to okay. have them aboard. Be awesome. awesome. So happy to be working with Charlie again. Awesome. Yeah. Really awesome. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, everybody. And we will see you all tomorrow.